Yes, you know what that music means. It's time for a brand new episode of Ian Hates Music. My name is Ian, and this is going to be another part one of Ian Hates Music, similar to last episode, where I had to split everything into two, because as you know, if you're familiar with the show, if not, welcome. Thank you very much for listening, whether it's your first time or many times, thank you very much. So, if you know the show, you know that I do or I like to do a conversation with a band that I really enjoy. And then I like to talk about the news, reviews, whatever things are happening in the scene, kind of to give everyone an update, brand new tracks, whatever it happens to be. I like to go through all that. Well, recently, these conversations with bands and the conversations I'm having about all the other things are getting so much bigger, it doesn't make any sense to put a whole three-hour show together. So... For last episodes as well as this one, I have split them up into part one and part two. So I'm going to be talking about part one right now. I'm going to talk about a great conversation that you're about to hear with pop punk band Take the Fall from North Carolina. I had the pleasure of talking with Ashley, who is their vocalist, as well as Tyler, who plays bass and also does backing vocals. And I'm not kidding you, (laughs) I've had a lot of conversations on this show with different bands. This is the craziest interview that I've had. I had so much fun while doing it that a lot of times you're going to hear me chuckle kind of in the background a lot of times and then full out laugh as well. But I wanted to make sure that I was getting everything that Tyler and Ashley were saying. So I was pulling the mic away from me a lot because I didn't want to laugh over their comments. But we go into everything about the band. They talk about the start of the band, crazy tour stories, talk about a ton of random stuff. Look, even Nickelback gets brought up. And look, don't, don't, tune out just because I said that. It's all joking. It's it's all fun. So make sure that you listen to this conversation. It's a lot of fun. It's informative. And you really get a feeling for what Take the Fall is all about. They have this quote or they have this motto, party with a purpose. And we talk about it towards the end of the conversation. When you hear this conversation, you're going to get it. And if you haven't heard of them, Make sure you go right now. You can find their full-length album, Heroes and Underdogs. I will, at the end of the show, put all the plugs in as well as put all the links and everything in the description, as I always do. So you'll be able to get in touch with Take the Fall very, very easily. But I also have a special announcement. It comes up during the conversation as well. Obviously, I have to record these and then do this all separately uh, so that everything can kind of stay on schedule. Because like I mentioned, the part two that I do as well, I try and keep as up to date on the news as possible. So that is recorded at a separate time right before basically the show comes out the next day, both part one and part two. I just deadpooled it for everyone. So that's that's how things work. So for this one, we do mention it, but it was just released a couple of days ago that Take the Fall started promoting it and I started promoting it as well. Ian Hates Music has an exclusive track of brand new music from Take the Fall. It's called Tell Me, and I'm going to play that at the end of the show. So I'm going to play that after the conversation with Ashley and Tyler. I also play it at the end of the show of part two, just in case anyone happened to skip. I don't know why they would, but just in case it's on the end of part two as well. So you'll be able to enjoy it again when you listen to both. I'm also going to play 
a redone version of Secrets. And you'll know Secrets if you've listened to Heroes and Underdogs. This is kind of the new style, the way Ashley now has her vocals, the way the band is playing, because that album doesn't have the same lineup as it did before. And you're going to be able to tell by the new stuff that they're kind of going in a different direction. It's, it's still pop punk, but it's more on that punk side. And you're going to see that as well. And you can tell when we have the conversation that this is the band feeling comfortable with themselves. So it's great to hear that. It's great to hear the new stuff. So once again, I just wanted to mention this was a really, really fun conversation. I really enjoyed it. I think it might go down in history on Ian Hates Music as one of the most fun. And I'll say it again. I said it in part two, and I'll say it at the end of the show as well. If you don't get from this how passionate they are about their music, how fun they've got to be live, like I can't, I, I don't get it. So Ashley and Tyler are great. Take the Fall is a lot of fun. They are a great band. So make sure you go ahead, check out Secrets, check out the conversation, and then come back. I'm going to give you all the ways to go ahead and interact with Take the Fall, how to get their music, and then also we'll premiere the brand new track, Tell Me. I hope you're looking as forward to that as I am. I really want you to get to the conversation, so I'm keeping this short and sweet. So here is Secrets from Take the Fall. Enjoy.
So welcome back, everyone. I am here with Ashley and Tyler from Take the Fall. Welcome to the show, guys. Thank you for having us. We're excited to be here. Thank you. And I don't. So before we even get completely started with everything, with the music and and everything like that, I hope this doesn't date the conversation. But I have to ask right away because I know everyone's wondering how is Pokemon Go going right now for you? Oh my god, it's amazing. <laughs> I'm like walking around my job every day with my phone, catching Pokemon on the bar and everything. So getting yelled at by my managers. There you go. What about you, Tyler? Uh, my manager has actually uh, put a mandate up that we are not allowed. We're no longer allowed to have phones at my work. Wow. Uh, because so many people were just slacking off and not doing their job and uh, walking around catching Pokemon. <laughs> it's addictive. I, I have heard. I have, I have not been infected yet. That is. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, but you will be. You will be. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm afraid of. I'm, I'm going to Warp Tour tomorrow. And I'm going to make a list of how many so bands many say. Pokemon. Yep, <laughs> I'm going to make a list of how many bands bring it up because that's all I've seen on every band stream since you know four days ago. Oh man! I know uh, Issues has their entire their entire set is like Pokemon themed. They've got like the amps and yep. um, they're covering the the theme song and it's crazy. I think I saw them do that actually, uh, and we'll see. I'm sure they'll do it again. Or right, on that. Oh, yeah. On that topic, I guess, uh, are either of you able to go to Warp Tour this year? Um, we went to the Charlotte day. Uh, we nice. caught most of it. It yeah. was really awesome. Um, we got to see a bunch of our favorite bands, Yellow Card, Newfound Glory, Very nice. uh, Sum 41. How, how was Sum 41? Oh, amazing. I've never seen Sum 41 live before until then. And, like, the just their stage presence and the crowd like it made the whole thing like that was my whole day seeing that, some Ford one that is great because i was a little bit worried because the last time i saw them was probably 10 years ago or so so i wasn't sure if they lost a step at all definitely not no i actually saw them on warp tour in uh in 2010 and uh they they definitely gained about five steps rather than oh. losing steps Damn. All right. Well, now I'm excited. That's great. All right. Well, let's let's stop with the side stuff for now. I'm sure we'll get back to that later. Let's talk about the band. Uh, and let's go, you know, some of these questions will be cliched, I'm sure. But let's go to the beginning. How did you guys meet? How did you decide to put Take the Fall together? I'm going to let Tyler have this okay. because he's got he tells it the best. <laughs> uh, I actually um, I started the band back in uh, 2011 as like a rise against style like punk band basically. oh okay and it was me and two other dudes um i was playing guitar and singing at the time and after about a year of that i decided i didn't really want to sing anymore i wanted to just run around and throw my guitar around and sure. drink beer and have fun and yeah. so we started uh we started looking for singers and auditioning singers and we brought ashley in and the other two guys uh, took an immediate dislike to Ashley. And <laughs> after about three hours of arguing after she left, uh, it came to an ultimatum of, hey, if she stays, we go. Wow. And so we kind of said, screw it, and uh, started doing the acoustic thing from there and uh, built, it, built it back up. Don't know why anyone wouldn't like me, by the way. I'm literally <laughs> like the nicest person ever. I can't imagine why. 
<laughs> I'm sure there are backstories, but from right now, from meeting you now, it doesn't seem like it, that would be possible. So I'll, I'm with you on that one. <laughs> I'm with you. So how did you then, Ashley, get involved with vocals? Since we know now Tyler wasn't a huge fan of being a singer, what kind of brought you into that? Well, I have always wanted to sing in a band ever since I was like five years old. That was my dream. And so I got like I was actually in the Navy. Mm, Um, I was released early and I was kind of just like, what do I do now? What is my next step in life? And I was kind of just like, screw it. Like, I want to be in a band. I was in the Navy. Why can't I be in a band? (laughs) Sure. Sure. So then I found I found Tyler. Um, I went to their audition, and it's really funny that those two guys didn't take a liking to me because I didn't like them either. They were mean. <laughs> <laughs> they were really mean. But um, yeah, like me and Tyler became best friends kind of like right off the bat, and I was like, dude, this band's gonna be awesome. We're gonna we're gonna rock this. It is worth noting that she brought a gun to our uh, to her audition. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have it on me. It was in the car. Was that like a? I, <laughs> I, mean, I never met him before, and my cousin was like, "Um, here, drive the Land Rover." By the way, there's a gun in there. <laughs> I was saying, like, he was like, "It's legal. It's legal." Was it kind of that thing where you're walking into an unknown situation with a bunch of band guys that you've never met before? So it's just like, "Hey, there's your have a gun, have a gun." Yeah. <laughs> He's like really protective over me. He's like my second dad. So it was like, you need protection. Right. Now, this is still Charlotte, North Carolina, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. In that scene that you have there, have you ever run into those two guys in a different band or has it just never been an issue? Um, we actually run into uh, our bass play, our old bass player, uh, pretty regularly. Um, he's working at a tattoo shop in Charlotte. Oh, okay. Um, and we run into him at a bar, and every time he sees us, he buys a shot. He buys us shots <laughs> of one fifty one for no reason. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> pretty interesting. He's yeah. a pretty interesting character. Yeah. Gotcha. How about now how you got into music in general? So we know how you started the band. We know where you're going now. But what was your background? Did you do musical lessons? Nothing? <laughs> I see Tyler shaking his head and smiling. So This is this is going down a very dark road. I'm already not looking forward to this. Uh-oh. Um, I briefly took chorus in high school and middle school that's yep. about that's about it it's not that everyone needs it it's just a fun question that i enjoy that's all. i was uh i was the the awkward marching band kid that was like really into uh really into like classical music and uh and marching band and then uh i had a uh I had a girl that's in uh my junior year of high school that said she would date me if i would play guitar and learn how to play the solo from Hotel California. And wow. uh, so that was actually how I started playing guitar. That's that's one of the best guitar stories I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> so so did it work out at least for a little bit? Did you actually learn the solo? No, it took me about eight years to learn the solo. Because, uh, Eagles are talented musicians, and I was not talented at all. Oh, wow. Uh, and uh, I, I ended up like... like becoming friends with her on facebook mm-hmm. like a couple years ago and i was like hey i learned this soul <laughs> that's great she, she didn't answer the message at all uh, so. all right see now it did take a dark road like that's i told you that- oh that's absolutely right all right so 
now let's see now i'm now i'm laughing uh (laughs) but that's how a good conversation is anyways let's just and i feel like i'm firing through these questions but you guys are doing a very good job with with answering them giving me good stories with the band the way it was when you two were going through the acoustics into what it is now how did you decide on the type of music that you wanted to play we just kind of we just kind of started writing songs and and just kind of let the songs that we were writing um, dictate everything. Um, it, it was kind of just a really organic process because Ashley and I have a lot of the same favorite bands, we're a lot of the same influences, so nice. it just kind of worked out that way. Our main goal with this band was to be a Nickelback cover band. Yeah. <laughs> um, but See, now, no. now you're going through that dark road again. Like, I can't let you go down that. This is now a transition point from that Wi-Fi connection to another Wi-Fi connection location. Conversation continues. Keep enjoying it. Hopefully, my laughter is not getting annoying for you. All right, thanks. Uh-oh. Well, we can just, like, ramble on about Nickelback covers <laughs> and... um like that. Probably should have mentioned that that first email. <laughs> <laughs> like the, the the first interaction that I ever had, I was like, she was like, yeah, I'm looking to audition for bands, and uh, I was like, okay, what are what are some of your favorite bands, your influences? And she this is by email. By email, she was like, well, I'm really into like Creed, Nickelback, Hinder. Um, really that kind of like wow. that kind of alt rock sound is, is really my favorite. I was like, And oh, he geez. took me completely serious. Uh, for like a year I thought that was a serious thing and I never said anything about it. <laughs> you just kept steering the conversation away. You're yeah, like, oh, so, pop punk. He finally he finally asked me one day, he was like, So do you really like Nickelback? And I was like, No. <laughs> what? Like, what are you talking about? He was like you said you like Nickelback and Creed and Hinder. And I'm like, no, I absolutely do not. Why did you take me seriously? Oh, wow. That has to be after a certain number of shots. I would imagine that that actually comes up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. It, it was definitely like a like a 1.45 a.m. conversation. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. That makes sense. Makes total sense. Well, now the quality is back now. So why don't you continue that story about how it actually came about? Uh, I forget where we were. Oh, so Nickelback. (laughs) Yeah, Nickelback. So um, it all comes back to Nickelback. Yeah. So we wanted to be. Well, I wanted a Nickelback cover band. Not really, but uh, (laughs) I decided to screw with Tyler and be like, "Oh yeah, like I love Nickelback, Creed, Tinder, like, and you know, some people just gotta do the dad rock. I call it dad rock. Absolutely." And I, uh, I just wanted to play in a band, so I kind of put up with it until I realized <laughs> it was a joke a year and a half later. But you didn't learn any songs of theirs, did you? No. I know, actually. All right, guys. One more Wi-Fi issue here, and then we're back on track. Let's, uh, let's give that a shot. We'll see. At least we can see you. So. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm just sitting here. So it's, it's, we're it's we're making funny faces at you. and I knew I- it. Flipping you off. Yeah. That makes sense. Now you're like every artist I have on the show. (laughs) (laughs) Now it's a podcast. Yes. Now this makes perfect sense. All right. So you guys want to go back to uh, what we were talking about before then? Yes. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Nickelback. Nickelback. Yes. Sad rock. Yeah. 
we were discussing dad rock and uh and my love for nickelback and nickelback covers except i don't actually know any lyric line or anything to any nickelback song and tyler <laughs> actually does know how to play nickelback songs just and one, i'm very disappointed in him just one it's one song okay i, I know one song <laughs> which one is it animals Animals. Oh. I, a little, and it has to be the most raunchiest Nickelback <laughs> well, ever created. A, a little, a little backstory on that. I played in a band um, back in 2008. Okay. Uh, for about six months before their singer kicked me out. <laughs> okay. um, but it was basically a, if you can imagine, like Nickelback with like 80s hair metal guitar solos. Wow. All right. That was the type of band that I played in, and we covered a Nickelback song. You guys covered the Nickelback song. So, <laughs> my question was going to be, Tyler, how many women did you get from doing that? Because that seems to be why you pick up songs. Yeah, uh, it was it was absolutely zero women uh, was my answer. <laughs> um, well, that's not uh, the good. That's not why I, I thumbs up there. I just now I can hear you. <laughs> yeah, a uh, couple couple dudes. Uh, one dude in Pittsburgh was really really stoked on that band, um, and that that was about the end of it. Uh, it lasted like six months, and then I got kicked out. Is there now a story you can go into about why you got kicked out or how you got kicked out? Um, it was, uh, I was told at the time, um, I was kicked out by a text message. I was standing, <laughs> um, I was standing on, the, on the side of the road waiting for our singer to come pick me up because we were, quote unquote, in the studio at the time, basically recording crappy demos in his attic. Sure. And, uh, he was uh, supposed to come pick me up, and he was like 20 minutes late, and I'm standing outside in like six feet of snow. And I get a text message on my phone. He was like, hey, I don't think you're a good enough guitar player to fulfill our musical vision. Wow. Based his musical vision, essentially, because right. he was the only one in the band. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> as far as permanent-wise, he, he, he was it. Like, right, right, right. Um, yeah, and so uh, he kicked me out, and then I joined another band, uh, the the happy ending of the story. I joined another band, and the year after that, um, we won best new band at the uh, Rocky Erie Music Awards. Oh, cool! Which is apparently a really big thing. Like they do it up like the the VMAs and stuff. Oh, wow! Okay. And uh, our band's table was right next to his <laughs> quote unquote band's table, and it was basically just him and his girlfriend chilling there. Ah, uh, I got you. They watched us win best new band that year. So very nice. Very nice. So you've you've traveled around to a few different bands, then, right? I, I I've I've uh, been around the block a time or two. <laughs> but this one is the one that's sticking, right? No, I'm quitting next. Ah, week. <laughs> I knew it. Was that the? Is that what you wanted to announce on the show? <laughs> that's actually the big announcement we had to make. <laughs> He's such a whore. He's gonna uh, leave us for another band. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Ashley. What you have to do right now is get in front of this and kick him out first. Exactly. That's- Tyler. <laughs> we need to talk. We need to talk. Um, I'm gonna break up with you, like in a band sense, That's via fine. text message tonight when I get home. Okay. Yeah. Did, may, actually, can you just do it when I get out in the parking lot at this wonderful Hickory Tavern? I'm can I'm gonna cut your break lines first. Awesome. <laughs> Do that. You're gonna ruin his Pokemon Go. I, I'm gonna smash his cell phone. <laughs> I'm gonna go play bass for issues and catch all of the Pokemon. Now that's an announcement right there. That's for that's, sure. That's that's a surprise twist ending. 
In your dreams, buddy. In yeah. your dreams. Hey, I'm well, nice how Bond wrote this interview. <laughs> Well, let me ask you. Let me let me steer this in a little in a little way here. Uh, since you are, since you mentioned issues, are there any bands right now for both of you uh, that you're really into? Here, Besides Nickelback, My, I mean Nickelback is always first and foremost. But uh, <laughs> there's a band uh, from Los Angeles right now called Make Out Monday. Um, oh. They're really really awesome. Um, their their bass player is uh, Jeremy Shada, who is an actor that plays Finn on Adventure Time. Oh sure, uh, sure, yeah. yeah. It's kind of how I heard about them. Uh, they're really stellar. They're they're in the studio recording a full length right now. Oh, um, cool. Great dudes. Um, I've met a couple of them via Facebook, so um, they're really rad dudes. Um, I know Secrets has been a big one for for both Ashley and I. Oh, oh sure. What do you think of the whole singer transition? It's it's one of those things that like I as far as myself i always try not to focus on it okay um just try not to to try to separate um the individual works out the the biggest example of that being from first to last i ah. i up on those guys and there there's so many people that are you know sunny moore fans and then matt good fans and now spencer Sotelo fans and i love all of them and um i respect each each work for what it is yeah with, with the various singers. That's a good way to go for it. Uh, Ashley, what about you? I, and Tyler's gonna like punch me in the face for this, but I listen right now, I've been listening to the 1975 on repeat. Oh my God, it never ends. <laughs> wow, okay, all right. Hey, it's, you gotta have different tastes. It's my, it's my happy music. Like, I get in a bad mood. I was actually like really, really tired one night while we were in the studio when we were recording. And, um, they just played the 1975 for me because I was so grumpy and tired. And I immediately just like jumped up and started dancing and I was all of a sudden happy again. There you go. <laughs> Is that it for you for right now? Actually, I've been jamming out the new Blink. Oh, yeah. sure. The new Blink Love records. the new Blink. Top notch. See, I've been hearing lots of mixed reviews because I kind of had an iffy review on that one. I like it, but it just, I don't know. It didn't like latch on. For me, it it seems like I, I'm. It's weird that you say that because uh, you're probably the first person I've heard that is like just dead in the middle. That's like, eh, I mean, yeah, <laughs> all right. Like it, it seems like the reaction I've seen from it is people either absolutely love it or absolutely hate it. Like there's no in between. Yeah, that, that is weird. I didn't expect it, but yeah, you're actually right. When I when I've talked to people, like when I did the show last week, and I and I mentioned it, I kind of went through some of the stuff. Yeah, you're right. I am dead in the middle, and I haven't heard anyone else say that. That's true. But yeah, like for me with it, honestly, like there's just a few songs that I'm like really just like I have to like I listen to them every day since it came out. Oh, okay. And then there's other ones that I just could care less about. Right. Right. Now, will you guys have a chance to go see them live at all? Yes. I, I'm i hoping. Have yeah. you seen them before? I uh, have not. I've seen them twice. Oh, very uh, nice. Okay. And it was an ultimate, like, ultimate high on the spectrum and an ultimate low on the spectrum. Oh, um, okay. I saw them in 2004 with Green Day on the Pop Disaster Tour. Yep. Probably still the best best tour I've ever seen. Oh, that uh, was actually one of my questions for later. So there, there we go. Okay. All right. <laughs> Just put, put a put a sticky note on yeah. that. We'll come back. Got it. 
Um, but then I saw him again in uh, 2012, 2011 on the, the reunion tour they did. Right. And it was the saddest thing. Uh. I, like it, as, a, as a Blink fan, like it was heartbreaking because Tom was just not great. Yeah, he, he wasn't into it anymore. No. Yeah, I, I, it, I totally get that. It was like, it just seemed like it was a thrown together set. You know, hey, let's go make some more money and so Tom can go chase aliens or do whatever he does. <laughs> yeah, that was a little weird. Yeah. <laughs> that was a little strange. But all right, so Ashley, you'll be able to see them, though, coming up this summer? Yeah, I'm yeah. really excited. And I don't have to see weird, sad Tom Dolan. <laughs> True. True. I, I, it, I never was a really big I, like I've always been a Blink-182 fan but I've never been a big fan of him oh okay so you never followed Angels and Airwaves and you know any boxcar racer and stuff I listened to a little Angels and Airwaves but I never got super into it there's a few there's a few good songs that I'm like okay I can listen to this but there's other like for the most part not really huge Angels and Airwaves fan gotcha all right, well, let's let's steer this back to you guys. I keep on going off track. I apologize. Uh, I think we stopped because we have the technical issues. We stopped yes. with you guys getting together and forming Take the Fall. So when did that actually fully happen? And when did you guys decide to go in the direction that you did to get to your first full length? Well, it um, we have always taken a lot of pride in being a band that just does not play by the rules at all uh, as far as if there were a a band rule book and we we started in august 2012 doing the acoustic thing Mm -hmm. um we played a couple shows in charlotte and then we randomly drove like nine hours to pennsylvania for my cousin's band uh on two days notice wow and then (laughs) we got back from we we spent that entire trip talking about like okay this is what we're going to do. This is how the band's going to be. Like, we're going to do this and this and this. It's going to be awesome. And we came back from that trip and we recruited our drummer. This was in December of 2012. Okay. And we brought him in. We had three, we had two songs written at that point. And we just decided kind of, fuck it. We're going to go into the studio and, and record. Me, please. Yeah. yeah. Why and not? <laughs> so we wrote a third song, uh, actually New Year's Day. Uh, <laughs> we we were uh, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna let Ashley talk about that song for a second. Okay. So um, we're like me and Tyler. We're both off for New Year's Eve, and we're just like, oh, let's go, let's go party. Like, and I probably shouldn't even say this, but I wasn't even 21 yet. Ah, sure. Okay. <laughs> we go out to this random bar in the middle of freaking nowhere. I really think that my band's taking me to my death. <laughs> I'm like, okay, this is the part where they kill me. Wait, they... did you did you have the Range Rover though? No. Oh, I didn't have it with me. <laughs> Damn. I rode with I rode with them because I was like, all right, I'm gonna be drinking. I'm underage. Sure, like, sure. <laughs> I'm getting underage DWIs. And so I was like, they we pull into this parking lot and there's this like little tiny building. And I'm like, this is where I die. <laughs> This, this is where I go to end my life. Okay. <laughs> I, I've come to terms with this. I'm not going to make it to 21. It'll be all right. <laughs> but anyway, so we go in this bar. Um, there's just like a bunch of biker dudes everywhere. And we're just like Tyler's friend was bartending. And she just starts handing me drinks. 
Um, so after we get really, really hammered, um, the next day, we're all sitting in our practice space, hungover, sure. dying. And we're like, okay, we need one more song. And I'm like, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna write a song about my terrible decisions that I made while I was drunk last night. And how badly I smell of beer and liquor. Sure. And uh, yeah, that song came together in about probably 10 minutes. Wow. Uh, and we titled it, uh, We Came, We Saw, We Kicked It's Ass. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because I definitely kicked that song's ass. Yeah. And I kicked that, I kicked that hangover's ass. Very nice. It is worth noting that that night, uh, speaking of terrible trends that I hope never come back, we spent the entire night icing the living crap out of each other. <laughs> oh. The Smirnoff, the Smirnoff uh, ices. Yeah, yeah. And it was, it was, yeah, it was Ooh. a train wreck. Yeah, that's that doesn't sound good. No, that is not. Is there any song based on that? <laughs> no, not yet. No, but maybe I, I, I probably should do that. I'm actually. Now that we brought the icing thing up, I think um, I'm definitely going to kill these guys the next time we go on tour with Smirnoff. (laughs) We're bringing it back single-handedly. If there's one thing our band can contribute to the scene, we're bringing back icing. That needs to be some quote somewhere. It it has to be. That needs to be on on Facebook. That needs to be on Twitter, all over the place. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to talk to our manager. We've got a PR campaign coming up. We're going to make this happen. (laughs) (laughs) So from there... From there, from doing that EP, then you've got the full-length Heroes and Underdogs. So where was your transition point to, all right, so we've got our EP out, we're touring around. When did you really sit down and say, this is the direction we want our band to go for this album? Well, we, we honestly never really, um, we never really sat down and like talked about it. We, okay. um, again, like I said, we, we are not, we're not really good with uh, with rules. Oh, following and, the rules, right. <laughs> and what you're supposed to do. Um, so we, as soon as we recorded that EP, we put it out, um, and we played one show locally okay. as a full band, which was awful. <laughs> um, and then we did our first East Coast tour uh, the day after that. We, wow. we drove up to Hampshire and came back down the East Coast. And from there, it was just kind of nonstop and, like, we we played a bunch of local shows after that and and continued to play anywhere that would that would book us and have people point at us and laugh and <laughs> um and then, then i think that we just got like i think we got tired of playing the same songs yeah. over and over again uh. so we were, so we just like i started writing tyler started writing like we were all writing we were like we need we need more songs like these songs are they're good, but we need something to make us pop. Like we gotta pop more. And, and it's wor- it's also a uh, side note. Uh, when we were doing those that first East Coast tour and the rest of the shows, we probably played about eight months straight, and we only had five songs as a band. Wow! Like our set was five songs and a cover every night because that was all we had. And that's what I was going to ask you: was how do you fill some of that extra time? So you did do covers. Uh, what did you choose? Oh my gosh, so much Fallout Boy. Yeah, we <laughs> so much Fallout Boy. We I think we played Sugar. We probably played Sugar eighty times. Yeah, it was. I'm I'm over exaggerating just a little bit, but um at the time I was dating this guy and Tyler just didn't like him, so he made it a point 
that we cover sugar every time he came to our shows. And then um, we did we did Newfound Glory. Uh, yeah, we did all downhill from here. All downhill. Oh, sure, sure. Covered some. Covered lit. Uh, my own worst enemy. Ah, yes, of course. We still do that cover to this day. It's um, it's one of my favorites. Yeah, that's a fun one. Yeah, I jump around and act like a zoo animal. <laughs> Right. That's a, that's a, that's what we call a Tuesday in the Take the Fall camp. Actually, it's a Tuesday. <laughs> I forgot about that. I'm learning so much on this on this conversation. Yeah, we're we're pretty much done after this. This interview is going to air, and nobody's going to like us ever. I think it's going to have the opposite reaction. That's, to, be, to be completely honest, I think it's going to have the opposite. So. What is your favorite part about touring then? Is it the jumping around like a zoo animal or is there something else that like gets you guys going for a show? Um, for me, take the follow sponsored by Jack Daniels. Uh, Tennessee whiskey. <laughs> oh my God. Um, what gets me? Well, I'm going to let you answer first because I have so many things that I want to say. So I'm just going to like try to limit it down in my head for a second. Just, just take a second. Um, for, for me, it's just, I, I love everything about touring. Like there, there's so many bands that, um, you know, that complain about touring and sleeping in a van and showering at truck stops. And, um, to me, it just, it, it, it's one of those things that it's when you find what you're, what you're meant to do and what you, what you want to do. And I, I love nothing more. I hate sitting at home. I hate working my crappy job. You know, I, I love nothing more than just getting in the van and going and we know, you know, where we're playing the next day. We know what time we're playing. And other than that, it's just kind of like no rules. Like, um, I know Aaron and I are, our particular, our drummer and I are particularly fond of, um, just kind of exploring wherever we happen to be and walking around various cities and, and just, you know, experiencing it is, is the best thing. Do you have an example of some random city or something weird that you found that you were able to do, like a paintball course or something weird like that? Oh, that's a good question. I'm trying to think if we had like we don't really do anything cool. We just kind of <laughs> we just kind of uh, we did. Uh, we were on tour in uh, Raleigh. Yeah, and we woke up one morning. We ended up getting a hotel that night because um, some of us had had you know some drinks. Sure. And um, we ended up getting waking up the next day, and our bass player at the time had disappeared the night before. Like he <laughs> he vanished after the show, and we had no clue where he was. And we, he finally got in touch with us, and we tracked him down at the uh, the North Carolina Museum of Natural History. <laughs> and uh, he comes out, so he comes running outside of the car, and we're all hungover and like ready to leave, and we're just like, dude, we're done. Like, let's get out of here. Right. And he comes running up to the car and he's like, guys, they have a slot inside, like an actual live slot. <laughs> and we're all just sitting there and we're like, OK, we can drive because um, it was the end. of It was the end of the run. So we, we were just driving back to Charlotte. That oh, day. Okay. We were like, like, we can go ahead and leave or we can go see the slot. And we all kind of looked at each other. We were just like, kind of want to see the slot. Yep. And, and so we. We ended up spending like five, six hours in the, the <laughs> Natural Science and History Museum, and it was awesome. I, 
I'm a nerd, so I love that kind of stuff. Like, I'm a huge history nerd. And I'm sure all the kids looked at you like you're creepers because I opted out of that. <laughs> we, we did go into, um, they had this. Uh, Pretty sure it was kid day. No, it wasn't kid day, but we went into this meet the animals uh, seminar thing. Oh, sure. And it was like the four of us, like sweaty 20-something-year-old dudes <laughs> and like six-year-old kids throughout the rest of the room. And it, it was the kind of thing where they like bring bugs out and you could like pet the bugs and um, they had like a baby <laughs> crocodile you could touch. And we were just like captivated and there's all these like kids and parents just staring at us like, what are you doing here? <laughs> it was awesome. I love it. That's great. That's great. I want to say sloth. How was it? Uh, it we, we never ended up getting to see it. It stayed in its cage. Oh. The whole time. It like stuck its head out at one point and then just went back in its cage. Gotcha. So then, Ashley, what did you do while all the guys were having this awesome time? Um, I'm pretty sure I was eating Chipotle. (laughs) So an equally Um, awesome time. I got you. Like I'm a Chipotle fan. Really? And then I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I love Chipotle. Even knowing, even knowing all the stories now. I mean, I haven't eaten it since I've heard the stories. Okay. All right. Like, not because of the stories, honestly, (laughs) but just because um, I spend, if I'm not, like, playing shows or I'm not on the road with the band, I spend 90% of my time behind a bar serving other people alcohol. Right, right, right. (laughs) So, yeah, I haven't got to eat it since I've heard all these crazy stories, but, I mean, it wouldn't really stop me. Ah, I gotcha. Well, let me ask you this. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Tyler. I mean, I'm excited about the stories because lawsuits means free burritos for us. So, <laughs> oh yeah, you got your coupon in the mail too. Yes. Yeah, I I still couldn't do it. <laughs> I still couldn't do it. So actually, I I ate, uh, I ate the crap out of it. Oh jeez. Actually, <laughs> let me ask you this: since you're since you're spending a lot of your time behind the bar, do you have any crazy like what is your worst bar story? Oh my goodness! I actually have the uh, perfect one. Oh great! Um, it just happened happened about I think it was like three weeks ago because I remember running into the practice space and being like guys you will not believe this crap that happened to me today so it's like it's a Tuesday and it was a slow Tuesday normally we're really busy on Tuesdays but it was just a slow Tuesday I'm hanging out like waiting for guests and I'm making drinks for the servers that are that need them for their tables and all of a sudden this old this like old tall man he looks like he's really leathery and kind of like <laughs> looks at you really weird he walks up to the bar and he was like excuse me my brother's in jail and I said <laughs> that I would have a drink for him today so I'm gonna have a bunch of drinks for him I was like okay that's cool. Um, I'm not going to ask you why your brother's in jail, but what can I get you to drink? He's like, I'd like one of those Americas. Oh, <laughs> sure. Yeah. Because, you know, Budweiser is now yeah. America, apparently. But um, he's like, I'll take an America. And I was like, okay, one America. The only reason I know what that is is because Tyler drinks America. Uh, just because it says America. Sure. But um, anyway... So he like has beer, he keeps coming in and out, and then he starts having the servers order him drinks from the bar, and he starts taking shots. Well, he comes in, he walks up to the bar, he was like, Ashley, I need you to come here. 
And I was like, I, I can't really step from behind the bar, sir. He's like, no, really, I need I need you to come over here. So I walk around. And I'm like, all right, just so you don't cause a scene. Right. So first of all, he tries to kiss me oh. on the mouth. And I'm just like, whoa, buddy. Whoa. He was like, my brother also told me to kiss a pretty girl for him. That and is I'm a great just, line. Your, great your, your, yeah, brother in jail, your brother in jail told you to drink for him, told you to kiss girls for him. He was like, can I take a picture of you and send it to my brother? I was like, um, sir, when did they start allowing prisoners to have cell phones in jail? <laughs> I like that that um, was the question that you asked him. That was, that was a little weird. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I don't really want you to take a picture of me. Well, about 20 minutes later, he passes out on the patio, <laughs> um, face down on the concrete, because our patio is concrete. Gotcha. And they're all like, Ashley, you need to come get this guy up. I'm like, why do I got to get him up? Right. So I go out there. I'm like, sir, sir, <laughs> you got to get up. You got to get up. Freaking pukes all over my shoes. Oh. Well, and his- that, <laughs> that was when I called... <laughs> him cab and put him in the cab and told the cab driver good luck hope he doesn't puke on you well he was too drunk to let you know that his brother had asked him to puke on a pretty lady's shoes sounds like his brother was a great wingman i I don't know i just want to know if his brother was really in prison or if that's just how he thought he could pick up chicks I'm going to try this out on Warp Tour tomorrow, I think. I'm going to make up a brother, and he's going to have some great <laughs> things that he wants me to do. Just walk up to all the cute, sweaty girls and be like, hey, my brother's in prison. He told yeah, me to told kiss me to the hot girl for him. <laughs> You're going to work one of two ways. You're either going to get slapped. Or it's going to work. Or, yeah, or it's, it's going to work. Yeah, or it's going to be the greatest pickup line of all time. And <laughs> then you can use it again. Yeah, I'm again. Sorry, like you're putting this as like uh, you're putting a negative spin on this story. I'm gonna go ahead and take the positive side on this. I'm gonna say this man is a hero. Yes, <laughs> guy is the hero we all need. <laughs> exactly. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> Maybe I'll just tell people my sister's in prison. Yeah, just that'll work. Yeah, because it would be weird. I guess it would have to be the same gender as you because I wouldn't go up to someone saying my sister is in prison and she wants me to kiss a pretty lady. So I guess it would be weird for you to say, yeah, my brother is in prison and he <laughs> wants me to kiss a pretty gentleman. Like, it's, I think that doesn't work as well. Well, actually, actually, um, I had planned, at, planned on just coming out of the closet on this show. So I'm just going to go ahead and tell everybody I am a lesbian. No, I'm kidding. We are, we are getting tons of exclusives on Ian Hates Music. This is, this is great. Great. I mean, I might, as, I might as well be like... Guys won't allow me to have boyfriends, so why not, right? Wait, guys? Wait. I have no comments. Yeah, I was about to say, guys in the band won't allow you to have boyfriends? Or guys in general? The the guys in the band, they make it very hard for me to have a boyfriend. Well, I guess now, once people listen to the show, they're going to know if you ever play a Fall Out Boy cover, then this is directed directly at them. Yes. So it'll it'll never work again. (laughs) <laughs> I, I do want to point out, uh, Ashley kind of glossed over the fact uh, about that guy uh, that I did not get along with. 
um, the, the first interaction I ever had with the guy, he came up to us after a show and he goes, hey, man, your set would have been really good if you didn't play a Fall Out Boy cover. <laughs> and I, I just instantly, that did not gel well with me. He all. also yeah. told me I sounded like a Disney pop singer. And I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. Yeah, was that meant to be was a compliment? Like no, he, he was like, you sound like you belong on like Disney radio or Kids Bop. Wow. Just like, oh, okay. Thank you. I think the Kids Bop part is an insult. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> that, one doesn't, that one doesn't make much sense to me. I think that one is the insult. I was just like, okay. And then he was like, oh, let's date. <laughs> and she was like, okay. I got to be honest, you guys down in North Carolina know your pickup lines. These are great. Not only does not, not only does Tyler have a girl tell him, hey, you got to learn Hotel California solos, but now you've got old guys talking about brothers in prison and then just guys saying, hey, let's date. <laughs> and the funny thing about that one particular guy, he actually looked like a mini version of... If, if it's any, if it's even possible to be a mini version of Pete Wentz, because he, I'm oh. pretty sure he's already kind of mini. He's like my height. Yeah, he's like he's already years. mini, but he was <laughs> a mini version of Pete Wentz, basically. And I was like, it's really funny. You don't like the Fallout Boy yet. You look like Pete Wentz. It's, yeah. it's chased him around his whole entire life, and he just couldn't handle it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he was just done. That's, that is great. These are great stories. I'm going to steer it back because I know we, I want to talk about your music as well. When you're playing live, are there certain songs that you love to play? Definitely. Um, I think um, I can go ahead and talk about Tell Me, right? So we, we can, yeah, we can mention. Since we're, play, since, since we're playing it. We, we can mention Tell Me briefly. Oh, we'll, yeah. We'll do, you wanna, do you want to make the announcement? Yeah, are, are we just going to go cold into it like that? No no build up or anything? If I had sound effects, we would do it. But I gave up. I used to do radio. I did the shock jock thing a long time ago. I just I don't tend to do it anymore. So we can build it up uh, completely for sure. I just didn't know when the best appropriate time because I have plenty of questions about it. No, I mean, we, we can go ahead and talk about it. Um, it's, it's Ashley and I think, I think everybody in the band's favorite song to play live. Oh, um, great. We, we all love it, but we have a brand new single coming out yes. uh, that is going to premiere exclusively Woo! on the Ian Hates Music podcast. See, yes. I got cl- clapping sound effects. Yeah. Woo! There we go. Yeah. We're turning, we're turning you into Brian Williams with one episode of this show. Like, <laughs> your, your next move is NBC News at this point. It's been a dream of mine. I don't want to go into my whole spiel, but it has been a dream. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we uh, yeah. Tell me, um, we are uh, putting it out on Ian Hates Music podcast. Um, but it is our favorite song to play, uh, just because I think that it's a lot different than anything we've done. Um, yes, absolutely. I get to I get to experiment a little bit. Like I get to scream. Well, not exactly scream, but like it's almost yeah. There. Like, it's almost screaming, but let's be real. I will <laughs> never be able to scream. Um, but, yeah, I get to yell, and there's a bunch of shouty parts. And it's, like, really, um, it's a lot more raw yes. than our other music that we have. 
is which is another reason I think I like it so much because it's not like it's not as poppy as like I, we're a pop punk band, but this right. one particular song is more on the punk side. Yes, absolutely. Than anything else we have. Now, was there, and I know, you know, I'm not saying that you've chosen to do this, and I'm not saying that, you know, I know you guys work very organically, but it is such a big change. I've been listening to the song now since I got it, like on repeat. It is so different from Heroes and Underdogs. Is that kind of the way you're going? Like, is that how you've kind of organically evolved? I I think it's actually a product of uh, we we went through a lineup change uh, at the end of last year. Um, oh. Our our old bass player left. Um, I moved to bass, mm-hmm. and then we brought in Dallas on guitar. Ah, sure. And Tell Me was the the first song that that we wrote with this lineup, and and I think the the writing approach to it was a lot different. Ah. Um, in that when we wrote Heroes and Underdogs, we were a five piece. Right. Um, we were writing two guitars. And, and it really made an impact because with this EP, what we wanted to do was uh, even the old songs that we redid from Heroes and Underdogs, we rewrote and re-recorded them right. with the current lineup and in a way that we can perform them live as a four-piece. Ah, I see. And, okay. And we wrote them from the mentality of a four-piece. So I think it just, I think it gets down to like, you know, keep it simple, you know, and um, I think that's where that punk edge really comes out in it and that it's, you know, there's nothing really flashy about it. There's not, you know, there's no crazy guitar solos or anything. It's just, it's just a punk song and I love it. Yeah. You definitely can tell the difference, especially because I also, uh, you had sent me the, the redo of secrets as well. Yes. And that just alone, just comparing the two from heroes and underdogs and the new version that you have, it is so different. Mm-hmm. It definitely is. Raw was a great way to put it. So that's why I wasn't sure about because I can hear the difference in Ashley's vocals. It's right there in your face. A lot, a lot of that was on our, our production team, too. Um, oh, yeah. We had a great production team for everything, that, like all the songs that we did, or the songs we rewrote. Um, and I think uh, if we want to talk about our production team now, uh, we recorded with uh, Sad Boy Studios, um, and that's a team made up of Shane Crump from Alisana. Yeah. And he also has his own uh, little side project he's doing called The Ivory. Right. And one of the members from The Ivory also do run Sad Boy Studios. His name's Taylor Veraldi, but he Squid. goes by Squid. Oh, sure. Um, yeah, yeah. So... Basically, uh, while we were in the studio, I think uh, Shane helped me develop a new sound for myself. Definitely. Yes, absolutely. And um, I don't think that the outcome would have been as great as it was without that team that they were they were there pushing us like we've never had anyone actually push us to do all that we can. So we're kind of like we have to push ourselves, but like not only were we pushing ourselves, but we had a great team pushing us, trying to get everything out of us. No, and you can hear it. There's there's no doubt about it. So do you enjoy that way? Because I'm guessing that not only does the production team help you and everything, but in your live shows, your voice sounds more like the new tracks than the old tracks now, right? 
Oh yeah. It's like, as soon as we started recording the new stuff, like it just stuck with me. Like I don't like, I'm just, like I said, the only thing I know how to describe it as is raw. Right. And I think it's a great sound for me. I think it's a great sound for the band. Yeah. Um, and I definitely wouldn't go back. I see. Yeah. Okay. So people can expect more of that when when we play the track or when we play both tracks actually on the show, people can expect more to see that or hear that when new stuff continues to come out as well as when they get a chance to see you on tour. Absolutely. Definitely. Um I, I feel like as a as a band, like we we've always been a live band. That's always been kind of our claim is that, you know, we we like we enjoy how we sound on the record and you know obviously it's music that we love and the, the songs that we love but we've always been a fan of of just playing shows and having people throw beer on each other and crowd surf mops, do whatever they Lighting want i uh, actually <laughs> lit a guy on fire at a show that's a true story um, <laughs> not not horror she lit his jacket on fire but ah, that's it was nothing awful. that's nothing um but the you know we we've always wanted to capture that live energy and it's so hard to capture that energy on a record and i feel like working with shane and squid they they managed to to capture as close as possible to um from our live sound to our recorded sound i haven't had a chance to see you live yet i'm hoping i will soon but I could hear it in the tracks themselves. You've got some of the sing-along choruses. You've got some of those slow-down, clap-tempo moments where you can yeah. have the whole crowd going with you. So I can see how these songs are definitely tailor-made to really work well live. Yeah, and, and, that, and that's what, we, again, we've always... We've never really, um, we've never really been a band that uh, wants to just sell records and put CDs in people's hands. You know, we, we want... We want the CD to be an extension of our live show. We also want the CD to encourage people to come see our live show. Right. Because um, I think that's where we flourish most as a band. Well, then, I would imagine then in your future, are you definitely looking forward to recording some type of live album slash live music video that you can put out for everyone? We have to get some people that like us to come <laughs> see us. <laughs> um. Actually, I think we're going to be able to do that, though, now. Uh, we just uh, spent a week following Warp Tour. Yeah. And oh, awesome. And making, making new friends, making new fans. We sold, we just, like, sold our CDs. Uh, in the, we actually put out our new EP that we just recorded just in CD form. We haven't got it anywhere on the internet yet. Right. Um, but we put it out just so we could go out and get personal like personal with people and let them hear it for themselves like it was kind of like a special thing um you get it now or you can wait to listen to it and we definitely made a lot of new fans and a lot of new friends so probably in florida we can do something like that yeah florida florida georgia nashville <laughs> oh, okay um, the, the southeast region yeah they they love us we uh we were complete idiots, and I think they enjoyed it very thoroughly. Oh, that's great. Basically, I'm sure there's there's tons of stories to go along with it, but following Warp Tour around for a week, that must have been amazing. It, yeah, it was it was a lot of good um, and, a, and a little bit of bad here oh, and there. I mean, okay. we, we, were, we were doing it in a car, 
Um, uh, yeah, we we did it in our guitarist uh, four door sedan. Oh, sure. So that that wasn't a ton of fun. Had we been doing no. it in a van, it would have been a lot better. But, ah, um, sure. Maybe what you can. Yeah, and it it was amazing. I mean, the, the obviously it's long days. You're you're out at five thirty six a.m. hitting the lines, and we we actually did. Um, in order to get even more people, we go back at the end of the day and play acoustic in the parking lot. Oh, that's and awesome. As people are coming out of the venue and just sit there and play acoustic. Um, so, I mean, it was, you're up at 5 a.m., you're done at, you know, 9 p.m., and then you're getting in the car and you're driving five, six hours to do it all again the next day. But right. it, there's no more rewarding experience um, than just literally getting face-to-face with thousands of people a day. And especially finding out that some of them actually like your music. Right, right. Now, that's really great. Just to go back to something that you had mentioned before, because as soon as you say Alisana, my ears also pick up. Are they a staple for you for, you know, being in North Carolina and being close to, to Raleigh? Are they as huge there as I would imagine they would be? Surprisingly not. Um, wow, okay. And Sean is going to stab me for this, but... Um, <laughs> It's really weird in that, like, locally, they're they're really not uh, like Sean is more known locally for revival recordings, right? Than really is Alisana. It's it's a really odd thing. I mean, that they're still gonna sell out any hometown shows they. Play, oh, absolutely, sure. yeah. Um, but they, you know, Sean has taken on this this whole venture with um, with revival and uh, with three hundred seven artist management, who were a member of the roster. Yes, very uh, nice. Like he, he's taken on all these other adventures and and taking in other bands that he is then promoting himself right. and it, it, it's a really cool it's a really cool vibe. I mean, they're still they're still pretty big locally. Yeah. Um, but it, it, it's weird to me that that they're not bigger locally. Right. You know I mean, yeah. That, that I love, I grew up on Alisana personally, so like that that whole first last Alisana scene yep. was my thing coming up. So. Same here. It's, uh, it's exactly that's those two bands are, are exactly mine as well. When this interview actually airs, uh, my interview with Sean will have just come out a couple weeks. So technically it's coming out in a couple days. And that was a crazy experience for me. This is the Ian Hates Music First. We had to go because the Wi-Fi was such an issue where Ashley and Tyler were. We went to a phone call instead. So this is a transition there from Wi-Fi to phone call. We end up ending the conversation on the phone. So this is the last time I'm going to interrupt this. Keep enjoying it. Here it is. Yeah, okay. um, I was going to talk about the, the photo shoot story with Sean. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. All right. Ashley's giving me an evil player, but I'm going to talk about it anyway. <laughs> um Cause it, it, it was uh, the, we did a photo shoot right after we uh, right after we signed on with 307. Sure. Um, the first thing they wanted to do was do a photo shoot with us. So we drove to this uh, this bar slash arcade in Raleigh, which was really really cool. And uh, it was like ten o'clock, a, like ten a.m. on a Sunday morning. Okay. And we were shooting pictures, and Sean came for the photo shoot, and it was like the first time we'd actually we'd actually met him. Right. And. So we were we were doing the first couple rounds of photos, and he was just kind of looking at us like disapprovingly. We were like, <laughs> "Oh God, like what's going on? Is he not like us? What's what's wrong?" <laughs> and so he was kind of shaking his head, and he went over and talked to our manager, Jockmo, and then turned around and walked inside. 
And he comes back out about two minutes later, and he's like, all right, guys, you are being way too serious. Uh, you are not an early 2000s scene band. You're a pop punk band. <laughs> have fun with it. Sure. And so he turns around with a tray of shots and a tray of beers. And he's like, so what's going to happen is it's 10 a.m. on a Sunday. We're going to drink these trizzy, we're going to take these shots, and then we're going to drink these beers, and then we're going to have a photo shoot, and we're going to have fun. Awesome. And that's, that's pretty much exactly what happened, and that was like our first, our first experience with Sean in general. I ended up very drunk that day. <laughs> we all did. They had the bar had dollar mimosas. That's great. That is a that is a great story about Sean. That's for sure. Strangely, strangely, all of our stories revolve around alcohol. I don't know how that worked out. Um, my parents told me I had an alcohol problem, and I went and bought a bottle of Jack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think people will be able to piece that together throughout this whole this whole conversation. Yeah, I I think. We're, we're really just trying to get a Jack Daniels endorsement, so we're going to keep sneaking in references to Jack throughout, <laughs> throughout the interview. Mainly because I just want as many bottles of it as I could possibly have. <laughs> Unfortunately, and you know it's, it's going to end and up that, being Smirnoff. That's what's going to happen. It's all going to be Smirnoff ice. Yep. <laughs> uh, no. Jack Daniels is going to ice me, and I'm going to have to drink 100 bottles of Smirnoff ice. Whew. That does and not that, sound fun. No. And die. That's that's how my that's how my life's gonna end. Actually, <laughs> that... I hope you all come to my funeral. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we're doing lots of exclusives on the show, so <laughs> also an invite to Ashley's funeral. Why not funeral. end it with a death? Yeah, why not? Turn <laughs> off ice and do death. <laughs> I'm sure. Well, now you guys ruined my sponsorship with Smirnoff Ice, so. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> I know it's curses. I think we've covered. A ton of stuff, guys. This has been this has been really great. Let me one more time switch topics though, because I do like to do this. How are you guys with uh with new movies coming out? Are you excited about anything? Or are you guys not movie people? Suicide Squad. Yes, Suicide Squad. All right. Suicide Squad, one hundred percent. I'm so excited for that movie. I'm like I'm gonna go camp out at the movie theater like tomorrow and just wait. <laughs> tomorrow. I'm just still sitting here waiting to see Finding Dory, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, if it's going to take me to see Finding Dory, <laughs> I will marry you. <laughs> Another exclusive. On the <laughs> I, can t- I can tell you that my co-host on my movies podcast loved Finding Dory. Unfortunately, we were, we were not going to do that on the podcast because I wouldn't know who would listen. <laughs> well, we now know Ashley. I will listen. If you want to do something on Finding Dory, I would love, I'd love to. <laughs> I just can't imagine I'd have much to say about a fish that lost her way places. Like, I don't know. I mean, like, I think that I think I tell myself every day to just keep the swimming. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you, people love it. People love it, so I hope you do get a chance to see it. Uh, Tyler, um, let, me, let me ask you this, though, about Suicide Squad. So, yes. are you a DC fan, or are you just a Suicide Squad fan? Uh, I, I am a DC fan. Like, I, I really... My, my taste in movies varies. Uh, widely, but like uh, most of the comic book movies, I love Marvel movies, I love DC movies. Like, okay. 
that uh, Ashley um, Ashley is insisting that she is Batman now. So there's another explosive for you. There's a say that again. Uh, Ashley's now claiming that she's Batman uh, and is revealing <laughs> that on the show today. Wow. But wait, wait, not the Batman from the terrible Batman versus Superman movie, though, right? No, 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 okay. no, 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 no. not not that one. Not not the Nickelback of the Batman series. The Nickelback of Batman, <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, that might as well be me then. I love Nickelback. <laughs> love Batman versus Superman, Nickelback, Smirnoff Ice, and guys that hit on you by telling you that they're brothers in prison told them to <laughs> actually i just heard someone walk up to me and be like i'm a musician will you date me i'm gonna be like i sing in a band you suck <laughs> <laughs> hold out for the invite to finding dory yeah yeah if you if you if you will if you'll take me to see finding dory then i'll definitely i'll date you <laughs> <laughs> We well, said marry a minute ago. So oh, I'll marry you. I'll it's marry already you. changed. It's it's all, yeah. But but Tyler, my only problem is like like I said, the guys won't let me. The, the guys won't let me be happy. <laughs> <laughs> they just they just disapprove of my taste in men. But not movies. Oh, me and Tyler. Um, I think we we like movies. Like we like the same movies. Tyler's favorite movie is The Notebook. Nope, that is not true. <laughs> That is not Another true. exclusive. Notebook. No, that is, that is... Ladies, Tyler will pop popcorn and watch the notebook with you all day. We, we were actually talking about crappy uh, crappy romantic comedies the other day, and how I'm a huge sucker for uh, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. <laughs> um, so there's my man card uh, for the week. Uh, wow. Being <laughs> Tyler's actually hoping that one day he can take Matthew McConaughey on a date. Yes, that is true. Well, now, I mean, now he's actually a good actor, so it would make sense. Yeah, and I mean... I didn't always drop Cadillac. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Perfect, perfect impression. I, I, I appreciate it. It was horrible, but you know what? We're going to go with it. I knew who you were talking about. We I should know. probably talk about the fact that we're in a band. Um, <laughs> I feel like we haven't mentioned that very much in this interview. Band-wise, what haven't we covered that you would like to let everyone know about the band? I mean, we're, we're all about, we're all about positivity. Um, we're, we just encourage people to, to go out and have fun and, you know, act like an idiot, drink Jack Daniels and smear it off ice. <laughs> at the same time, listen to Nickelback, you know, if you, if you <laughs> want it to it and it makes you happy, then do it. Like we're, we're not, um, we don't, we don't care about sales or, um, you know, how many people show up. We're going to play the same show for five people that we're going to play for 500 people. Right. And we'll probably have more fun playing it for five people. Yeah. And, you know, like, more than anything, one thing that I can say, I just want to inspire people. Sure. Because I wanted to do this for so long, and I waited. And, I mean, I'm not older or anything, but um, <laughs> I, <am. laughs> I did, like, I should have... I should have done it instead of going to hair school. I should have done it instead of going to the Navy. But I waited. And I was like, but I just want to inspire people to do what they want to do and not to worry about what anybody else thinks, what they have to say about it. I mean, you know, if it, like Tyler said, we just want everyone, like, we just want to make people happy right. more than anything. Like, if we can just make someone's day, just one person, 
if we can make someone's day, we've done our job. Yep. Oh, that's awesome. And listening to your music, I don't think, and it is my show, so I can choose the people who are on here, obviously. I don't think pop punk gets, or even punk as much, gets as much recognition on this show, and I'm trying to change it. I listen to your stuff, and it is positive. Like, I had fun listening to it and bouncing around. So I, I totally agree with what you're saying. And I'm looking forward to the new stuff as well, because I, I'm assuming you're continuing on with that positivity, right? No, we're actually, uh, the, the rest of the EP, we sent you the two tracks, the rest of the EP is actually all uh, deathcore. Yes, that's what I was getting at. I'm very, I'm very happy to hear that. <laughs> so, we can expect you on tour with Chelsea Grin? Uh, actually, we're going to be, uh, we're going to be fighting motionless and white uh, in the parking lot after Warped Tour every day. <laughs> um, and I, then... I can't maybe, wait to see it tomorrow. <laughs> yes, yeah, look for us, we'll be the idiots. They're actually really nice guys. I, we, we, we ran into them um, outside of Warp uh, one of the days in Florida. And oh, they're yeah? actually really, like, super nice guys. Oh, and no, was, they, they are. I hung out with them at a VFW hall when their first EP came out. Nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Let me ask you this, then. Uh, when you're talking about inspiring people, I'm assuming you have a very good interaction with your fan base as well. Uh, what's it like after a show? Do you come out and talk to people? Like, what's your normal uh, routine with people if you can? If you can have the time to hang out, do you normally do that? Um, we definitely hang out after every show that we play. Um, our main goal whenever we walk into a venue is that we speak to every single person at the venue, whether it be staff, people there to see the show, the other bands. We want, we don't want to leave anywhere without knowing every single person that was at the show. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Let me ask you this then, too. Is there a tour coming up? Yes. Awesome. All right. Can another, you tell me about it? Yes. It's another exclusive. Yes. Um, actually, no, we talked about it in an interview last week. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. I did. I did know that. Okay. So it's, so it's not like 100% exclusive, but we're going to talk about it anyway. Um, we are heading out. Um, covering the southeast in september we're okay. doing like a week and a half long run with some friends of ours from charlotte awesome. uh they're a band called rothschild and they're awesome great um and we're heading out with them we're hitting uh tennessee virginia north carolina south carolina georgia and we have one florida date so we'll be we'll be heading back to orlando um really just trying to to capitalize on the people that we met uh throughout we're basically covering the same track that we covered with Warped Tour. Right, that makes sense. Um, while we were out with that, and just trying to capitalize on the fan base that we've hopefully established in those areas. Any chance of an East Coast tour coming up at all? Uh, we're looking at uh, probably January, December, January for an East Coast run. Okay, that works. Yeah, then I can definitely grab some Smirnoff Ices with you guys then. Oh, oh yeah, I'll make sure I hide them everywhere because the whole the whole point is that we have to surprise you with them. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Smirnoff icing someone, I'm yes. Probably going to surprise you with like 20. Ah, that's, oh, so it's a regular Tuesday for me then. I, I and understand. Yeah, it's normal Tuesday. And then we're going <laughs> to... <laughs> and then we're going to go, uh, then we're going to go watch Find a Dory. Yeah. Oh, well, by that time, I'll have it on Blu-ray. It'll make total sense. So we'll just go. We'll go. We'll all go watch Finding Dory and drink our Smirnoff Ice. Yep. Sounds like. Nickelback. You've described hell. <laughs> 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 
This is so far off the rail. Your your help, I haven't. <laughs> Tyler, you were absolutely right. This has gone way off the rails. I don't know how it happened, but I know the audience is having fun. So that's... It's like every every time we start to get it back on track and talk about the band that we're in, it's just like, <laughs> no, Jack Daniels is staring off in this is, uh, Is anyone curious? This interview is reflecting on my life. My life is off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a song. This might go down. Yeah, this might go down as one of the craziest Ian Hates Music interviews. That That is for sure. That's all, that's all we wanted, really, is just to be that, that band. <laughs> one thing that I do want to talk about, though, while we're here that we didn't talk about. Go ahead. I don't like them me right now. Craziest tour story. Not craziest adventure. Craziest tour story. One thing that happened to you guys in general or something of... Oh, Something that happened while we were on tour. Oh, go ahead. Please share. I think I wrote the best story ever. Are you talking about Alabama? I'm talking about Las Vegas. Oh, Jesus. Wait, but wait. Then now there's an Alabama story as well, so you might have to tell two. Oh, yeah. We might. I'll tell tell the Las Vegas story. The Alabama story is not actually a fun story. Oh, okay. But I'll tell the Las Vegas story just because... I've always, I always love when people are like, oh, what's like the craziest thing, what's the funniest thing that you've ever seen on tour? Da, 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 da. So we were on tour back in October uh, through the beginning of November mm-hmm. with a band called I Beat Sons. And sure. we were doing the whole two bands in one band. And um, we went all the way out to California, um, but we were in Las Vegas, and we had a fill-in bass player at the time. Okay. Um, should I? Should His name was Chris. <laughs> 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 yeah, use use first names, not last names. Uh, okay. Well, Chris, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry if I humiliated you. No, um, okay. he'll laugh at this. <laughs> but anyway, so we had a day off before we played our show in Las Vegas. So we're we're like, okay, let's just go hit the strip. Let's go, let's go gamble all of our money away. Of course, let's yeah. Poor life decisions, you know. <laughs> Not that we had any money to begin with, but <laughs> we took what money we had and we did a lot with it. Damn it! Yeah. <laughs> but. Anyway, so we uh, had actually gotten left behind by half of the people that we had went out with. Oh, wow. <laughs> so it's, it's me, Tyler, um, Chris, our touring bass player, and then a member of um, IG Sun. And we're all hanging out. We're very drunk. Four o'clock in the morning. It's four o'clock <laughs> in the morning. Yep. And my buddy Chris, he's like, he just walks up to me, and he's got this very concerned look on his face. Like, I didn't know if he was scared or if he was just, like, really pissed off. <laughs> I don't know, but he just walked up to me. He was like, Ashley, I need to tell you something. I was like, okay, what's up, buddy? He was like, I think I shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I was like, excuse me, you what? Come again, sir. <laughs> you what? He was like, yeah, I think I just shit myself. And I was like, are you, how do you think? Do you, like, shouldn't you be sure of that? Right. Like, what's going on? He was like, I thought I had to fart. 
<laughs> okay. I was like, well, are you going to, like, he's just standing there smoking a cigarette, drinking a Budweiser. <laughs> I'm like, are you going to go check on that? And he's just sitting there. He was like, yeah, well, after I finished his beer and the cigarette. Like, I'm, like, oh, I'm, I'm already here. I might as well order another Budweiser before I go. <laughs> so he's standing there and he's still debating on whether or not it's actual shit or, or what I don't know what else it could have been but um yeah exactly what else and so uh he orders another beer he goes to the bathroom and he comes walking out of the bathroom hands up in the air like he just won first place in <laughs> like some kind of Spartan race or something. Like, he looks like a champion. And he's just like, good news, guys. And we're all sitting there waiting for it. He was like, it didn't get on my pants. <laughs> <laughs> so from then Fantastic. on out, I, from then on out, I tortured him every set we played. I picked one song in our set, and it was called Chris heard shit himself in Vegas. Yes. Yep. Yeah, how and does he not have a nickname? Actually, yeah, there was actually an additional uh, point with that as well, uh, in that that set of clothes that he was wearing the was the only, the only set of clothes he had on the entire... Oh. Uh, so he no longer had underwear. Yeah, like he flew, he flew in from Minnesota two days before that tour right. um, to fill in for us due to some other incidents that happened. And uh, oh, okay. he he literally like dropped his entire life on a moment's notice and jumped on a plane and flew here, learned our set in about six hours and or actually wasn't even a plane, it was a gray house bus. Oh wow. He was on a gray he was on a gray house for fifty five hours. Oh. Uh, and uh yeah, learned our set in six hours and came on tour with us and he's actually um he actually ended up staying back here in Charlotte, which is really cool. Um, but yeah, shout out to shout out Chris Hurd because he's he's a hero and a champion, <laughs> regardless of what the Paris Hotel and Casino will remember. <laughs> I can I can tell he's gonna go down in history for sure. Let me ask you guys this: so we've covered touring, we've covered the new music, we covered your full length, we've covered all that. Is there anything else music wise that I'm missing? No, I think you pretty much covered it. Awesome. I just want to make sure <laughs> we've gone on so many different tangents that I just want to make sure that, that we did cover everything because I really enjoy, I really enjoy your stuff and I want to make sure that this is actually getting out. Like I think that the stories alone are going to get to people because obviously they're going to be able to hear some of the stuff on the show itself, but I think the stories alone are going to want to make people come check you out live. Like I can't imagine it wouldn't. I gotta see this fan. They sound like an absolute train wreck. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, you're you're living pop punk rock star life. Like that's what you're doing right now. I mean, that's what we try to do. We're all about we're all about the experiences. Like the, you know, at the end of the day, we may not we may not have much money, or you know, we may not be famous or but we, successful. But we but, sure did have a hell of a good time. Yeah, but we, we're all about fun, and we we take that literally. We don't just encourage fun from people that listen to us. We we try our best to just have fun and just live life and enjoy it. 
Now, is the is the slogan "Party with a Purpose" is that a Take the Fall original or is yes. that from somewhere else? That's uh, that was from Ashley and I eating brunch when we were really hungover, yeah. <laughs> and we were, were trying desperately to come up with an album title, and nothing was working. Um, we we were going to name it "Party with a Purpose." Oh, um, sure. <laughs> sure. I, I'm really disappointed that my original name for the EP is get picked, and that was uh, OBGYN Kenobi. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Let me think. I mean, is there anything else uh, that you guys would like to cover before closing it out? Uh, come party with us in September. There you um, go. Shout out to Zach Boy Studios and 307 Management for putting up with us. Yes, thank and you. Actually, sorry guys. Let me <laughs> let me ask you a question because I am terrible with names. But did you say? Did you say Giacomo or Giacomo? Giacomo. 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 All right. Because I think I was calling him Giacomo, like Jack, like Jack, like that. So Giacomo, thank you very much for helping set this up. That is great. So yeah, sorry guys. Go ahead. I just want to make sure that I have that right. No, absolutely. We wanted to give him a shout out too because he has a great beard. Uh, <laughs> and he's, he's, very, he's so very handsome. He's a great guy. Like he's helped out with a lot of stuff with Ian Hates Music. So I really appreciate who he's been able to put me in touch with for sure. No, I'm not going to do that. Actually, Alan wants to make out with Giacomo. He's too scared to say anything. So, Giacomo, you're moved. Another exclusive. That's another exclusive again. He's leaving the management company now. Yeah, we're putting putting this interview. We're like launching you at the line right now. We're just breaking all the (laughs) news. I can't wait to take the sound bites from this interview and make a soundboard. It's going to be great. There's there's that for you. Yeah, there's yeah, there's another one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. So do your uh do your thank yous for sure and then I've got another question for you afterwards. Thank you to everybody that actually gives a shit and listens to us. Yes. Thank you for being awesome and supporting us and thank you everyone who's helped us get this far. Right. And I guess that's the follow up question that I have then is how can people get in touch with you? Where's the best place? I'm going to have a whole bunch of links in the description so that people can Ashley's get to you. Phone number is seven zero. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm joking. Uh, we, we are all very, very social media active. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Instagram, Twitter, uh, all of those tags are take the fall and see. Mm-hmm. And and then we have Facebook. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash take the fall and see. Um, and I encourage you, if you would like to take me to see Finding Dory, please message <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I think you guys in a couple weeks are going to have tons and tons of messages. <laughs> I, I hope so, man. Like, I'm really excited about this. Now I have to really pump this up. Like, for the next couple of weeks, I am going to be plugging this show as wait for the craziness that you're going to hear from Take the Fall. <laughs> Just wait the for it. worst fan interview ever. <laughs> that is not true. I, I can't even give you the answer to that one, but that is, <laughs> that is certainly not true. I This is going down as one of my most fun interviews. You can't leave me hanging like that, though. You've got to, like, message us who the worst one was. I just have to know now. <laughs> now like, you have to know. <laughs> I'm sure now you, now like, you just left us on a cliffhanger. You're like, well, you're not the worst. But I can't tell you who the worst is. <laughs> well, the best part is about doing this show is since I love everyone that comes on the show, it's never a bad interview. It's just, yeah. as you can tell, you know, from different 
trying to do Skypes and trying to do whatever, sometimes the connection isn't great. So you try and put in a one-liner and it just, you know, you just don't hear it. We have no idea what bad Skype connections are like. We've never experienced that. <laughs> this is the first interview where I had to change from Skype to the phone. Yeah. <laughs> that's never happened before. But that's why you have the setups, right? Yeah, exactly. Always have a plan B. Always have a plan B. Well, let me thank you guys very, very much. I had a lot of fun on this interview, and I'm I'm sure everyone listening is going to enjoy this as well. <laughs> so I will make sure, believe me, people are really going to enjoy the new stuff. I'm going to be playing it on the show, premiering everything. It's going to be a lot of fun, and I think people are really going to enjoy it. I definitely do, and I'm sure that they will as well. Pop Punk needs to be on the show a lot more. So thank you guys very much for coming on. Uh, this is great. Thank you so much for having us. We really appreciate it. Thank you very much. No problem at all. And guys, uh, I hope everything works out and I'll be in touch soon. All right? Awesome. That's Thank great, you. man. Thank you. Thanks again. All right, everyone. Ian is back. Are you still laughing? I think I'm still laughing. Once again, I hope everyone really enjoyed that. Like I said before, if that conversation does not make you want to learn more about Take the Fall, go see them on tour, support them, I really don't know what's wrong with you. So I want to make sure and thank Tyler and Ashley for coming on the show. Thank you very much for lending me your music and letting me premiere Tell Me on the show as well. Can't wait to do that. That'll happen in just a little bit. Make sure, everyone, that you check out their previous work on Heroes and Underdogs. These are the easiest ways right now to get in touch with Take the Fall. You can go to facebook.com slash takethefallnc. NC is for North Carolina, which you probably know once you listen to that conversation because it gets brought up a few times, obviously. Take the Fall NC. Then you've got takethefallnc.bandcamp.com. You've also got instagram.com slash take the fall nc and there you can also find the links to connect with each individual member so you've got obviously you've got ashley you've got tyler you've got dallas and you've got aaron as well you can get in touch with all four of them i believe on instagram as well plus the same goes for twitter twitter.com slash take the fall nc and then there there will be links for everyone on the band as well and Lastly for this, and make sure you do this if you're interested, and I really think you will be, they are working on putting out digital downloads of the new music, but if you want a physical copy, which they mentioned that they had been passing those out during Warp Tour and working around that way, they'll, I'm sure they'll have it on tour with them as well. You're going to want to make sure that you check to see if they're coming to that tour that they mentioned. If it's anywhere around you, you know you have to go see them live. But if you're looking for a physical copy now, you can go ahead and email them. It's takethefallnc at gmail.com. So right now, those are the best ways to get in touch with them. I'd like to also, besides thanking Tyler and Ashley, which I did before, but I still want to do it again, I would also like to thank Giacomo, who you heard mentioned on the show during the conversation, and 307 Management for helping us out with all this. It is much appreciated. I love doing conversations like that. So I really enjoyed myself. Hopefully everyone did too. So I don't want to continue rambling on. I really want to get to this track so everyone can hear it. I'll get to the plugs really quick. Obviously, thank you very, very much for listening. If you can do me a favor, if you enjoy the show, please go to iTunes, rate, 
subscribe, and share because they're the biggest. It's the most important. I'm getting great conversations with bands as it is. As all of that increases, so does the position of the show and the more people it reaches. So that is a big, big help. But you can obviously listen on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, any of your other favorite podcast listening apps. You can also go ahead, if none of those are working or if you don't enjoy that, you can go to ianhates.com and you can stream and download every single episode of Ian Hates Music right there, all for you. I also, as I mentioned in the conversation, do another show called Ian Hates Movies. We just released a brand new one as part of the summer movie series that I'm doing where my guest co-host Tristan and I do the Mighty Ducks trilogy. Next week, we're going to be doing the Sandlot trilogy, and then we're coming back for Suicide Squad, which I also talked about with Tyler briefly in that conversation, if you remember. So for everything I just mentioned before for Ian Hates Music, it goes the same for Ian Hates Movies. Once again, as you can tell, I am very interactive with everybody. So if you want to get in touch with me on Twitter, it's at Ian Hates Podcast. On Instagram, Ian Hates Podcast. On Facebook, it's facebook.com slash Ian Hates. You can get in touch with me all over the place there. Plus, if you need to email me, if you want recommendations, if you want to recommend bands to me, if you want to tell me I suck, whatever it happens to be, you can go ahead and email me, ianhates at gmail.com. That's the way to do it. And I do want to mention that on part two, there is a big announcement show-wise. And then next week, there's going to be another big announcement show-wise. So you'll want to stay tuned for that because things are changing for the better. This is going to be a lot of fun. I love doing this show. I love having people like Ashley and Tyler on. So without further ado, so here it is, the exclusive premiere, the thing we've been hyping up for a while, and I know you're going to love it. Here's Tell Me by Take the Fall, and I will leave you the way I always do, long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone. (laughs) 